This is Hallway Chats, where we meet people who use WordPress. We ask questions, and our guests share their stories, ideas, and perspectives. And now the conversation begins. This is episode 112. Welcome to Hallway Chats. I'm Liam Dempsey. And I'm Tara Clays. Today we're joined by Ferry Darwatt. Fairy is a cat-loving lassie who writes and draws while diving headfirst into the wonderful world of comics, admiring their adventurous plot lines and intricate illustration. She's also gearing towards meditation and learning about the many joys it brings. Welcome, Fairy. We're so glad you're here. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here. Fairy, we're delighted to have you on the show. Thanks for coming out into our hallway today. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, please? <laughs> Yes, uh, I'm actually a writer. I've been a writer for around uh, more than six years. And uh, I, I like to write. And now I'm moving towards different kind of uh, stuff to read, like comics, which I didn't do this. So I'm 30 and I'm really trying to do new things. And that's exciting part. And yeah, I think that, that's, I think right now I'm trying to read different things. That's what I'm doing. Mm. Would you tell us more about the comics that we talked about when we introduced you? I'm really curious to hear more about what type of comics and what you love about comics. Uh, I've always uh, been more of a, a horror fan. And I never knew there's an entire huge world of horror comics. And once I got to know that, like there's actually adult novels for people like me. I was like hooked. So there's this uh, comic illustrator called uh, Junji Ito and he's Japanese. He's actually a manga artist. He draws and he writes really intricate stuff, like so detailed, so layered. So I was hooked onto his work and I was so into it that I, I finished all his work, all his horror manga comics in a span of three months. Like it, it really, I know three months may sound a, lo- a long time, but I was doing a lot of other things, but I was so invested and I really want to write more about, you know, comics and how it really helps you uh, to, to, to see things differently. Like reading is different and reading comics is different because you really uh, consume the art as well. You know, it's not just that, it's not just words. It's, it's, you know, those, those illustrations, are a story every panel has a story every panel takes you know uh, goes ahead and that's so fascinating <laughs> that's interesting that you're deliberately i don't want to say transitioning but expanding from reading yeah. books to consuming yeah. comic books how did that happen did somebody share a comic book and say hey fairy check this out or yeah. did you pass it in the shop and say oh my gosh or tell us about that so uh so I never started with uh, with Japanese manga uh, artists and comics. It was always more DC. So when it comes to Warner Brothers and DC, that was like part of our childhood. Okay, so while growing up. And uh, in between, we just lost it. You know, it wasn't before like all these Marvel and movies came. This is before that. And yeah, I mean, I was surrounded by nerds, not geeks. There's huge difference. Uh, so there were nerdy boys. And, and, and they were so passionate about it and like, okay, I am interested in these DC comic books. And one guy actually <laughs> shared way too many comic books uh, without me asking. And I do have it with me, but I never found that motivation to go ahead. 
So when so it it was more action oriented. If you know DC, it's layered, it's beautiful art. But I wasn't really that much into it. But I had it. I mean, you know, when when you get stuff easily, I don't think you value it. So I had those comics with me. <laughs> I ha- I have a huge collection, enviable collection with me right now. I didn't have to do anything. It just came up. I just said to this fellow that, hey, this sounds interesting. It's good. And he just gave it to me like that. Uh, and then I just had it. And I was just clearing my um, my system. And I found, oh, hey, I have this uh, this folder. Let me have a look. And like, I have so much comics. And then I found, because I like horror, I mean, I would always watch horror shots or horror movies and all. I, I stumbled. I stumbled upon Junji Ito and I saw his work and I, I finished that work in a considerably less time. And then I thought, hey, I have this comics. Let me check it out. So that's how then I went back to comics. So basically, yeah, that's how it just happened. Yes, I did meet people who were really into it. And yeah, that just propelled me into that direction. I'm, I'm really happy to make that transition, honestly. And I think more people should really consider it not as, as children's things. It is not uh, in a good way. Thanks to these blockbuster movies, they are not, but still, I mean, yeah. yeah. So I have two questions for you. One yes. is, have you started as a writer and now as a, as an illustrator, as we, as Tara read about you, have you started considering your own comic book line oh. Two, maybe a bigger question Encouraging others to get into reading comic books, what would be the the number one value or a big value of getting into comic books from a perspective of a of a writer or a reader who's not used to that? What would you say to people? Okay, for first, I did attempt it. So uh, there is something called Comic Con in in Comic Con is like a global community, right, for all comic nerds and all. So we had it at Mumbai also. And I did attend one of the workshops where I did, where I did make a superhero that makes everyone sleep. <laughs> so I attended. Oh, I like it. that superhero. <laughs> I think that they invade my life pretty regularly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the it was basically about people being so overworked and they cannot rest. And there's this person who is who can just who has a lot of problems. And whenever she gives problems, people sleep. And the city that she's uh, living in, which is a metropolitan city, and people sleep when she complains. Now there's a bank robbery happening around and no one can do anything. I don't know why I thought that, but no one can do anything. And they just bring this person who goes on complaining about her life and everyone sleeps. And it's just, she just saves the day without really intending to save the day. <laughs> That is so creative. I absolutely love it. I can't wait to read it. (laughs) Really brilliant. That sounds really, really great. It was funny. So I illustrated this thing also, and I should take care of my art. I mean, this happens a lot to all writers. And I I think every creative, not even creative, everyone, whatever things we like, we tend to not keep it with us in in a proper way. We just, huh, we did this. Okay, we need to take care of, any kind of art we do, be it cooking. What, what is creative? What is creativity? It's something that you create from nothing. That is creativity. So even tech, it, I mean, whatever you guys, I'm, I'm, I'm a noob when it comes to technology, but whatever you create, I mean, code is poetry, right? It's amazing. I love that line, code is poetry. And that is art. Art and creativity, it just, everything is art. I mean, if you think about it in a way, uh, it's a very long 
conversation on it, but it's just that we don't respect art and creativity as much as we should be doing. Yeah, coming back to the second question, how do I make people read more, right? Is it possible you can just uh, repeat the question again? Yeah, absolutely. It was around, what would you say to encourage readers or writers who read a lot to what would be a, a biggest takeaway or biggest value from transitioning into or exploring comic books from a reader's perspective? Oh, that's such an enriching, beautiful world. I mean, right now as a profession who works in a corporate job, my life is so restricted. When I read comic, it it, it broadens horizons in a totally different way. I can't, it, it is going to take me a little while to articulate it. But what I'm trying to say is when you watch a movie, it's it's there. It, it has limitations. A movie has a limitation. It's like a two-hour movie and you're done with it. If it is a series, come on, you're going to binge watch it for what, like a day or two and then it's done. But when it's comics, it's, it's different. It makes you think. I think that's the most beautiful part of it. It makes you think. And you do you really have to consume that entire comic book. Like, you know, this happened because the last comic book that I read, uh, that is DC comic called Hush. And uh, I, honestly, I find reading comic a little uh, difficult than watching a movie because Hush movie just released uh, in July. You can check it out. It's, it's a good movie, but comic book is so much better because it has rich illustrations, which is very difficult to replicate that into a movie. I mean, those detailing, it is not possible, the production cost and, you know, all those things really, it, it shoots up the budget. So the makers really make it, the makers really simplify it. They cannot, they cannot afford to bring that rich layered uh, illustrations on your screen. So that is one of the reasons I, I love comic because if you lo love art, I mean, comics is way to go because the artists are, crazy i mean that much detailing i'm awestruck because i love to draw and i do intricate stuff so i know how difficult that is and to see these people create masterpieces wow i'm blown away so yeah. uh, uh i i think different perspective i think uh, why should readers or even writers like i'm not saying this as a writer but as a reader perspective it's very important uh, that a reader should change. Like, uh, you should change the kind of books you read to broaden your uh, perspective. And why not comics? It's also easy and it's also difficult. As I said, uh, I find reading uh, comics a little difficult because I want to consume each small, tiny thing the artist has drawn and, you know, add it with that, uh, 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 with a thought bubble and comment and you know the story right. the plot line it's it's fun it's interesting I would really love everyone to read more comics <laughs> yeah I love hearing more about that um, yeah. thank you for sharing that so you are located in India right in Mumbai yes yes can you tell us now a little bit about your background um, and how you have become a writer and what's led you here to this uh, occupation as a writer so, yeah, I did not have actually a formal degree in writing. I just like to write. Uh, I graduated in the year 2009 when recession hit big time globally. And I didn't get a job as a writer. And I just took a job as an HR uh, consultant. And I, I kept on writing because I really wanted to express myself. 
and writing really helped me and because i kept writing i don't know i really do not remember what exactly made me just continue applying in places as a writer but i i just got a job as a writer as a journalist which was in b2b magazine and those people were amazing because they really trained me on the job and really groomed me to become a writer to research and you know write stories which is how actually i started my career as a writer and yeah i think as long as long as i remember i've always been a writer i finished 10 years working in the corporate job <laughs> and um, uh, out of that uh, six and a half years is i spent as a professional writer and 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 you know getting paid for stuff that you like is a really good feeling <laughs> so, what do you write professionally what kind oh, of content are you producing so if i have to really say it's stuff it's marketing stuff that goes into your spam folder <laughs> is that a special skill <laughs> that's hopefully not your goal <laughs> not at all so marketing stuff basically i write stuff that makes people buy things i write for lifestyle i write for retail i write branding communication i write blogs uh anything that is online so my forte has to be more into long form writing that is uh, essays and i'm because i've written so much for marketing stuff like buy this take this uh it's 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 too capitalistic and i think right now i can uh take decisions right now opine it pieces so uh i'm going to apply i'm looking forward to write more pieces in technology and how it affects humankind and more into experience oriented lifestyle articles. Hmm. So, and is it. is this how you've encountered WordPress is through your writing and how you use WordPress? Yes. I I met some really good people who uh who who encouraged me to to look at this platform and I I was like really No, yes, I do like to talk, but on a platform? Are you kidding me? No, but then I, you know, it was good support. I mean, people really believed uh, in me that I have something to say, and I took a dive. And since 2015, I've been associated with WordPress, and uh, I've been I've been volunteering uh, with WordPress to uh, to have to organize WordCamps, and it's been a really nice. journey i mean i i never knew that it's going to be such a long journey honestly because yeah i just happened so how did you go from hearing about wordpress as a writer and okay i guess i can maybe put it there to getting involved with the community to the point where you're actually involved organizing wordcamps are you involved with the organization of wordcamp mumbai yes i am so i am handling the entire I'm handling the writing bit, so website, whatever you're gonna see is me. And I think good people are really important. And one of the reason I like WordPress community is because people are very helpful, and they really make you feel at home. Like they they really do. So I have one of my best friends here who would tell me, you know, who's a solid supporter and would keep saying that you can do this and it's okay to make mistakes. I have never heard that anywhere that yes you can make mistakes and when you have a community who gives you permission I hate to say the word permission but yeah we have this subconsciously that we cannot make mistakes 
but when there is a community where you can make mistakes i think the the way you can grow is limitless so i think that really uh, attracted me a lot and that's the reason i've been associated for the longest time yeah that's a great observation i don't think i've heard the wordpress community described in that way but i think <laughs> that's entirely accurate so thank you so yeah. much for for sharing that that's wonderful i'm going to put that in my <laughs> little pocket of how i describe the wordpress community thank you thank you that's it's lovely that's lovely I love that too. And uh, I, I just saw something recently, or maybe we spoke to somebody. Uh, it's just very top of mind for me that breaking things is, is a good way to learn. And that's yes. a very yes. much a, a sort of programmer sure. approach to things is that you have to break it and break it apart in order to learn more about it. So that is embraced for sure. And maybe that translates into making mistakes and, and moving forward. So uh, I love that about WordPress and I hadn't thought about that before either. Um, what are some of your um, challenges that you face working with WordPress or in your community there or with whatever part of your daily life? What challenges do you find that you face that you can share with us? Uh, when it comes to WordPress, I would love to be more technically sound. <laughs> uh, I, I really struggle with technology. I mean, you, you guys would, uh, you know, before, before this, I really struggled. And the first time I... With Tara, when we opened, I was really struggling. Okay, how to use Loom? And it was so embarrassing. So, yeah, I, I would love to be more technologically sound. And that's why I'm having all my friends who are very uh, techy. Like, all my friends are techy. So, I, I hope that rubs on me as well. I'm more uh, technologically sound. Uh, one of my friends suggested that I learn code. And I honestly do not know if I'll be able to do that. But, yeah, I would, I would love to. And uh, be more technology oriented. <laughs> I mean, I've used the word so many times, but uh, yeah, that's one of the weakness that I want to work on. Uh, challenges as a writer, I think, um, for 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 a writer to write anything, you really need to know a subject inside out, and if you don't know that, I don't think you can justify writing about it. So I don't think it's kind of a struggle, but it really limits on how much you can do, right? I would love to write about technology and artificial intelligence, but for me to be a subject matter expert, I have to put in a lot of, lot of work. And uh, at this point, I'm not sure if I'm the right person because I, I'm not surrounded by that kind of talent uh, who can guide me to write something that I want. So I had to really be mindful and how I uh, learn about about something. So as a writer, it it always uh, brings new challenges. So if you are thinking of, about writing one topic, you need to know inside out. You need to know right people to ask questions. You need to know uh, which uh, which way you want to go, how you want to go. Because when you write, it's it's there. It's you know you're, you're putting tangible. Uh, something from nothing you're putting into something tangible which people might read and it is so important that it is well thought out and well articulated and you back by it because you know people might say that this is not right but you have to uh, say no you have given you 100 percent so the research skill basically the research part needs to be very very thorough and I think for a writer that's one of the things that really uh, is a challenging part. 
Yeah. Ferry, we're, we love talk, talking to people from other parts of the world. Most of the people that we have on the podcast are based in the United States like we are. So um, it's I love seeing what's happening, especially I've seen in India, a great community of women using WordPress. And it yes, seems yes. like it's a very connected yes. group. Um, and you speak English so well. I wanted to ask you a little bit about sort of your worldwide community and using your language versus using English, talk about even in your comics. I'm just curious to know how you interact internationally from India um, with the WordPress community and in general. So I have really started uh, uh, reaching out. I didn't because, you know, it took a lot of work for me to be this person, to be outgoing and all. And in one way, WordPress is really uh, important facilitator and uh, I write in English I think in English so I think speaking about speaking in English is like truly natural I mean if you can believe that because I studied in in English uh, language but of course it has strong influence of in Hindi which is Indian language uh, we have a lot of influences uh, on language, I mean, I can talk a lot about languages. Uh, if you have a specific question, trust me, because language is beautiful. I love languages. And that's one of the reasons I became a writer, because uh, it's where you can just do anything. You can express yourself in different languages. And because I was, uh, I studied English, I, I, I uh, thought of, you know, this is this is a global language. And since, I, uh, since we, we were children, we knew that, you know, to be successful, you need to know the global language. And English is prevalent, like everyone where we are tend to speak in English, even our community, it's uh, like our community mostly does speak in English. So I don't think language was ever a barrier for us. Very, we ask all of our guests about advice. Okay. And if there's any advice that you have received that you would like to share with us that's really been impactful in your life. Hmm. Okay, so it's to be to reach out people like me because I have always been very anxious little child and I would not reach out to people. But so I'm not only part of WordPress community, but also different communities. And the reason that was because in college, I was told that I should reach out to people like me. Because when I do that, you build confidence. And when you build confidence, you make things happen. So uh, it was second year of my college. And uh, my professor said that, that you have potential and you should try. Because there were not many people like me. They said, there are people like you. Don't think that you're alone and uh, reach out to people like you. And I think that was really a game changer <laughs> because I, I, I subconsciously started, uh, started trying to at least meet people who were like me. Like they will have some shred of uh, uh, creative ability, even if they're not working in a creative field, they are working in the account department or something else. But I find some spark in it which I thought they are like me and it really helped it really helps to to be seen I think I think to be seen for what you are I think that's very important so reach out to people like you there are people like you 
just reach out to them. You'll find them. And it sounds like when you say like you, that's a pretty hmm. open-ended funnel, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Clearly anybody who's creative, there could be a lot of differences between you and that person. So I mm-hmm. like that. It's almost in a sense it's, I'm kind of almost hearing that as reach out to anybody, right? You know, not in a blind kind of way, but appreciate that connections are are practically everywhere if we want them to be. True, true, true. I'm going to ask you another question. Yes. And it's a question around success. And we ask this of all of our guests, and I, I'm very excited mm. to hear your your answer. So the, the question is, how would you define success? And it can be a mixture of personal definition, maybe a professional definition, or Ferry, maybe for you, it's a mixture of both. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, professionally, I'm a writer and writers truly need to be pampered. So for me, as a good writer, I want want emails. I want DMs telling me. So I'm really uh, active on Twitter. Uh, Twitter is amazing because you can reach out to just about anyone just with 280 characters. And I think that's, I, I don't think people are utilizing it at its uh, total potential. They should. Uh, so, so when you are really open about stuff that you're passionate about, uh, people reach out to you. I have reached out to so many people and they have reached out to me. So when I put out something and they said that you, you wrote this good, uh, it really resonated with me. Whoa. Uh, that's success for me. So whatever I create something and I get feedback, yes, that's that's really uh, that really makes my day. That is success for me. It is work related. It's uh, writing. It's work related when it comes to personal good health, uh, compassion, and good health, compassion, and being content, being satisfied. I think we. We think we want to be happy, but we can't always be happy, right? <laughs> it will be too exhausting, honestly. <laughs> so I, I would like to be uh, content, happy, uh, content, more content. So yeah, that's that's my uh, definition of success. That's a good one. It's very thorough. <laughs> I'd like to ask you a little bit about the feedback uh, and and when. When we seek out feedback now with social media, we get answers right away. We can get validated Hmm. on social media or you can feel the opposite sometimes. If you're going to see how many people liked your tweet or didn't comment at all, Hmm. um, do you find a balance with that? Do you pay a lot of attention? Do you take it personally? How do you deal with sort of the lack of feedback too on social media especially? Yes, it it is a double-edged sword. And I really train myself to only focus on the positives, but how can I ignore negative comments, right? So you really need to build your filter. So is the critique, someone has said something, is it really adding value? If I become, if I imbibe what they're saying, is it going to make anything better? So for example, uh, if someone said that what I posted uh, I, I wrote an essay and they said the essay is shit. So I'm not going to say like, okay, why? And if they're not giving me any reason, then I don't think I need to pay attention to that comment. Uh, you know, if it is not productive, negative, uh, uh, negative feedback also needs to be productive. And I think you need to build a filter where uh, you can realize which 
uh, critique is important and which needs to be thrown into the garbage. So yeah, that's how I try to function. Yeah, that's good. You make it sound very easy. <laughs> is it easy? Do you not find that easy? Not, no. Nope, it is not. But it's it, it's good hook to, you know, work on, right? I mean, and also like if, you, if you're in the profession of writing, it's good to have a writer buddy who gives you perspective on what is right and which feedback to uh, focus on and which not. But when it comes to Twitter, people don't give you explanation and that's why it's better to focus only on the positives and not the negative ones. So um, I, I block people right away if, they, if, if I find them trolling. So I don't have that much uh, patience or threshold. So that helps a lot. Just block if anyone is like disagreeing you just for the heck of it. Yeah, so that helps. That's good advice. And, um, and I appreciate your sharing that with us. I wish we could get even more from you, but we are unfortunately <laughs> out of time already. It's gone by so fast. <laughs> I know it's late there where you are, so you're probably yeah, ready like, to go to sleep, but your energy <laughs> is great. And we really love chatting with you today. Barry, can you tell us and those who are listening where they can find you online on Twitter and wherever else? Yes. So I tend to change my handle name a lot because it's just a quirky habit I enjoy. But my name is Perry Dharavat and you can just find me there right away. Uh, if you want to know what's my handle name, it's Hibernating Bear because I need to go out more often when I'm not going out. But it's <laughs> <laughs> bears are really cute. I love bears. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And and where can people see your illustrations or your comics? Do you post them uh, all yet? Yes. Yes. I have uh, my Instagram. And there, again, it's Ferry Dharavat. It's Paige. And I call myself Radical Doodler because it's radical. <laughs> it's I can't wait radical. to see this, the superhero that puts people to sleep. I love that oh. idea. <laughs> do, uh, I would love to do it again then. <laughs> Thanks for joining us so much. Hope to meet you in person sometime. Oh, I would love to. It was nice. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Furry. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Bye for now. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you like what we're doing here, meeting new people in our WordPress community, we invite you to tell others about it. We're on iTunes and at hallwaychats.com. Better yet, Ask your WordPress friends and colleagues to join us on the show. Encourage them to complete the Beyond the Show form on our site to tell us about themselves.